Okay, this is going to be. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Just settling up the kids. Leave it right there. No, it's down there. I guess you next to you and I lost meeting. That's it. Okay. Yep. Much better. Okay. You guys ready? Everybody ready? I'm not a little table. All right. We ready to launch? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Civic Design Review Committee. We are meeting today on December 11, 2023 at 2.02. And uh, we'll call the meeting to order. Could we have roll, please? Yes, uh, Commissioner Stryker. Present. Commissioner Benzel, um, not yet present, but on their way. Uh, Commissioner Carney. Present. Commissioner Schneer. Here. Commissioner Shioto. Present. Commissioner Rothschild. Here. And for the record, uh, sorry, never mind. Uh, we have quorum for today's meeting. And for the record, uh, Deputy Director of Programs Lex Lifehite is present, as well as Director of Cultural Affairs Ralph Remington and Commission Secretary Manraj Daliwal. And welcome. <laughs> Our committee. Um, now for some public meeting instructions. I'd like to welcome all persons interested in this meeting to attend in person at 401 Venice Avenue, Suite 125. This meeting is being streamed on WebEx. While this technology grants us better accessibility for individuals listening to the meeting remotely, please be mindful that tech-related difficulties may occur, which could contribute to the gaps and delays as staff transitions to technology. Please know we're doing our best and we ask for your patience. I want to remind us of the policies and procedures for public meetings. At this meeting, we're bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the good government guide. At every public meeting, there'll be an opportunity for general public comment where members may comment on any item pertaining to this body. Public comment will be taken in person with remote access provided for those who require an ADA accommodation. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Each public comment is lim limited to three minutes. Please understand that the committee does not contribute dialogue towards public comments. Each comment will be documented for public records. The ringing and use of cell phones, pagers, and similar sound producing electronic devices are prohibited at this meeting. The chair may order the removal from the meeting room of any person responsible for the ringing or use of a cell phone, pager, or other similar sound producing electronic device. I'll now turn the meeting over to our program associate Paris Coates for public comment instructions. For members of the public joining in person who wish to comment on agenda items, once you are called on, you'll be asked to voice your comment at the podium. You'll see blank public comment cards are located near the podium. You're recommended but not required to fill out this card, which, be, which will be included in the minutes. I will start your three minutes when you speak using a visual timer. You will also receive a 30-second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say your time is up. Participants who wish to speak on other agenda items may listen for the next public comment opportunity. Anyone, anyone who speaks during a public comment period at today's meeting can send a summary of the comments to be included in the minutes, if it is 150 words or less, to paris.co to sfgov.org. Um, the summary may be 
rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's comments. Persons attending the meeting and those unable to attend may submit written comments regarding the subject of the meeting. Such comments will be made part of the official public record and will be brought to the attention of the committee. Written comments should be submitted to Arts Commission staff via email to art-info.sfgov.org by 5 p.m. before the date of the meeting to ensure comments are shared with commissioners ahead of the meeting. Please note that names and addresses included in these submittals will become part of the public record. Submittals may be made anonymously. Written public comments submitted to SFAC staff will not be read aloud during the meeting. Communications received after 5 p.m. before the date of the meeting may be delivered to SFAC staff and will be shared with the commissioners. If you need to request a reasonable accommodation under the ADA or need to request language assistance, you must contact us at least 48 hours in advance of the meeting at art-info.sfgov.org. Our office will make every effort to accommodate all requests. And Commissioner Stryker, please proceed with the meeting when you're ready. Okay, thank you. I'd like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramaytush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula area. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramaytush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place as well as for all peoples who reside in their territorial territory, traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramaytush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and culture environment in San Francisco, we're committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. So now let's call item number two, and that is general public comment. Is there any general public comment? Um, Sorry, uh, for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium um, and fill out a public comment information card. We are currently on item two. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda item? Uh, I see no requests for public comments, so public comment is now closed. Okay, thank you. So let's move to item number three. I'm now calling Treasure Island Water Resource Recovery Facility Project. Designers, are you ready? Would you like to come forward? And do you need any extra chairs? It's already uploaded. It's the next slide. Thank you. And commissioners, while they're getting set up, there has been an informal meeting in between the last time we saw this project. Thanks. How'd it go? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 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 
if it's let us know if it's not working. Oh, thank you. If it's not working. We can just use the. Oh, okay. Is the um. Is there any way to Is the words the sub the. We can. And now it's taking up a lot of space. Try more. Oh, CC on the right, all the way to the right. Oh, yeah. Closed caption. Ah, yeah. There we go. Oh, good job. Very good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, very good. And we won't miss anything important. That's that's key. Well, thank you again. Um, my name is Jamie Beckman. I'm with Merrill Morris Partners. Um, it's a pleasure to be here again. If everybody remembers, we presented phase two back in August. Um, we've worked hard since. Um, and I'm going to quickly just run through uh, our agenda again today. Where do I? Where do I point this? Is there? Oh, oh, oh. There we go. It's a little fussy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, much like before, we're going to kind of jump through uh, the review of the project and where it came from. Uh, we're going to review the phase one comments again, just so that we um, refamiliarize ourselves. We'll spend some time on the architectural design, which, again, as Commissioner Stryker, you had mentioned, we've kind of gone through a couple of informals. Um, so we've had good feedback there. We'll touch on the landscape design. We'll work through our um, perimeter fencing, which I gave the some visuals, but our our main sample of what our proposal is on the table over there. And then we'll move up with the monument signage and graphics. Um, jump through to our team. Uh, from the PC of Jignesh Desai back, back there, he's in, in the peanut gallery today. Um, Calvin Healy sitting next to me will be um, working through uh, the history again of the of of the facility. Um, I have Barb Baristegi, uh from our from Stantec as our lead um, really design architect um, on this go around. I don't know if we have Elizabeth on the phone, but she's Barb's right hand, and then myself. Calvin. Um, so the uh, Treasure Island was a former uh, was a former uh, Navy base, and then years ago it was transferred over to the city. Um, and then through the Treasure Island Development Authority, they are responsible for the development uh, of the island. Uh, SFPUC provides uh, operation and maintenance of all utilities, uh, working uh, um, under a, a MOU with uh, TIDA. And of course, the developer is responsible for the development of all new infrastructure on Treasure Island. Okay, on the left is the existing Treasure Island uh, uh, water plant. Um, on the right is our new nine-acre plus uh, facility that we'll go ahead and, and discuss more. And of course, um, everything is uh, is aging out there. It's, uh, it was uh, designed uh, years ago under the Navy. It doesn't address the, the current needs right now. So we do have aging infrastructure. 
we do have more uh, stricter environmental compliance that we need to adhere to. And obviously, we need to also meet the demands of the water, wastewater, and also recycle water needs of all the development uh, on Treasure Island. And with that, I'll turn it back over to. All right. Um, so quickly, when the project came to, in front of CDR, uh, well, many years ago at this point, um, there probably the thing to note on the comment that we really heard from the CDR committee was to consider the water heavy environment and the plant palette development accordingly. And so we'll, you'll see um, great care was taken in the plant palette um, kind of as we, as we get into that a little bit um, further into the presentation. Um, another quick reminder on the previous layout, you'll, if, as everybody remembers, one of the art things was the fence. Um, the the art opportunity was going to be a decorative fence and precast panels and um, Rotan steel. And again, we'll we'll dive further into where the art opportunity is um, kind of slated to be as we move forward. You will also notice that the facility, as it lay out in this original. Um, there's more ground than what you'll see, um, what we have currently today. Um, the original buildings um, that we're, we're kind of gone through in phase one, that we carried through in phase two, um, again, not to be, beat the bush on that, but you'll see, um, you know, buildings as we move forward, but I just wanted to kind of give this, this is our money shot, um, you know, of, of the outward facing uh, buildings as we're, we will discuss as we move forward. So our new layout, much, much like it was in the previous phase two when we were here in August, a much more condensed um, processing facility. Um, you'll notice that the fencing is, um, <laughs> rectangular, um, but again, so the the fence, and as we'll get into this, the fence product is much more transparent. Um, so we were trying, not, making sure we don't obscure views to the bay and across the facility. And you'll you'll notice one thing that we will get into again, obviously, is the inside the facility and what's the landscape treatment as we move forward. Wetlands. Um, we also have the uh, low, what we're calling the wetland fence um, that surrounds. Uh, we'll get into that as we move forward as well. And now I'm going to pass it over to Barb to go through the planting, I mean, the architecture. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here in this beautiful building. Um, I, my first meeting with you all was in October. We had, if you remember, a plethora of little hand sketches that we developed and you provided some direction for us and we really took that to heart and we uh, went back to the literal drawing board and, and tried to really think about what does this building, this machine in the park, mean for the Treasure Island. Um, and really the, the beauty um, of the wetlands, of the, um, of the landscape cannot exist 
without this building and this facility doing what it needs to do. Uh, it's a symbiotic relationship between the function of the building and the beauty of the landscape. So we really thought about how those two things could really work together in tandem um, and play off of each other and support each other. Um, and so we came up with really three things that the building, the architecture really wanted to do. Uh, and that was number one, to be bold. Uh, the building needs to speak for itself. It needs to be independent as an object uh, in the park. Uh, dependent on only itself and the materials that we have chosen. Um, but it also needs to be supportive of the art that will then be um, applied to it or supported by it to be determined on that. So they really need to, the building to be independent and then supportive of the, the art. Uh, it needs to be simple. We did not want to have, we didn't want to decorate a box. We wanted the materials to speak for themselves, to be very straightforward, be resilient, because this facility needs to be here for 7,500, 200 years. Um, we wanted them to be timeless. So we don't want materials that you have to paint every five years. Uh, very low maintenance, very straightforward approach to the materiality. Uh, we've selected three materials, which I will talk about later. And then finally, the building really needed to be beautiful as an object that sat in the landscape for 100 years. Um, previously, we were using the landscape to really screen the building, um, and we've sort of changed that concept. We want the building to be at the forefront and noticeable because what it's going to do is be a reflection of the beauty of the landscape that it sits within. Let's see here. And this is what we came up with. We really did not change the internal function of the buildings at all. Um, we enhanced the openings of the window locations where we previously almost had them. The, the windows align with ends of corridors. Um, at this right-hand side on the image here, uh, the glazing does wrap the corner to signify this is a special moment on these two buildings. This is the lobby. This is the entrance to the facility. If I'm coming for training, if I work here, um, if I'm delivering something, the, we wanted to use wayfinding with the design of the building without having to have a enter here sign. So we really feel like the, the wrapping the corner of the glazing sort of is emblematic of a entrance uh, location. Um, the glazing is uh, pronounced. It's in front of the concrete walls, um, which are made of cast in place concrete. Um, formwork will be built, the walls will be poured, um, and the final finish will be a smooth concrete finish. Um, the glazing is then wrapped with an aluminum uh, picture frame, and the frame extends at the very top, the parapet cap, a very thin knife edge cap to the concrete and the windows, um, which again are protruding from the edge of the concrete, just to give a little bit of a shadow line um, in between the concrete and the glazing. Um, We've chosen a reflective material. Again, we want the building to be reflective 
um, and supportive of the landscaping, which is why the reflective glazing uh, we felt was an important detail to introduce. Um, the really thin lines on the concrete are just control joint lines in the construction of the concrete. So um, they, I will believe that they actually in real life will appear thinner than what the rendering is uh, portraying right now. Something else that, that we did is we put the trees in between the gaps in the building so that we weren't, number one, covering up the reflectivity um, of the glass and the landscaping. And then number two, we don't want to hinder any view to the artwork, which will be on the concrete canvases that we've created. And speaking of art, uh, these are the art enrichment opportunities that we have identified, uh, which will happen again in between those vertical uh, glazed elements. A couple different ideas here on the upper top left is a, um, it's a two-dimensional two print. Uh, it's a stencil uh, concrete um, that will be um, applied to the concrete uh, after it is poured. It's called uh, graphic concrete. These are some examples of that. Um, the options are limitless. You can see the different tones in the concrete just based on um, applying a graphite material to the concrete. The other idea is the bottom right. It's an actually a, a artwork that is part of the form liner. So a little bit of um, coordination would happen to get this idea um, to work considering that this form liner has to be built when the concrete is um, before it's, it has to be up before the concrete is poured into the formwork. So it's that sort of an uh, integral process, but what it gives you is this three-dimensional relief pattern, which is which could be pretty amazing. Um, and you'd get that little shade and shadow effect on that. The artwork, um, I will say, is just on this these two south facades of the two buildings. And there we go, okay. Uh, this is a, another view from the west side, looking back east. Uh, again, the verticality of these windows, really we wanted them to be infinite, that they reflect the landscaping and then the sky. Um, yes, we have chosen a nice sunny day, uh, to reflect that, but it will also reflect the sunrise and the sunset um, and, you know, whatever the conditions are, because that's reality. And then we also wanted to make sure that the buildings had a different language to them at night. Um, the buildings will visually um, present more of an interior view. So you get to see sor sort of the inner workings of the building. Uh, while the facility is not 24 seven, there will be training, um, training classroom uh, meetings happening in the building after sunset. So you will get this sort of internal glimpse into the workings of the facility. Um, Lighting will be very important, not only on the interior of the building, but how we light the artwork uh, on the concrete canvases. 
Uh, what we're considering right now is that the lighting would primarily be set in the landscaping and then shown up onto, onto the walls. But again, to be determined, to work with the artist, uh, to develop the right kind of lighting for that, that opportunity there. And I think, okay, um, again, the materiality, it's hard to see them right now. They are up on the table there next to the security screen. Um, we have the reflective glazing, which is turned up. You can see it there. Um, we do have opportunities to apply different sorts of tint to the glazing. It is a one inch insulated unit. So there are two different panes of glass with an airspace in between. Uh, so we can get some samples made, uh, larger samples made to see what that would look like and hold it up to the sunlight and that, that sort of thing. The parapet cap and then the, the window frame around the vertical elements will be in aluminum. And then again, the smooth concrete, there's some samples there. Um, the concrete will not be painted. It will be in its natural concrete state. Um, we have to pay, play pay very close attention to the finish on this south facade so that we're giving the artist a, a smooth canvas for them to, uh, to work with. And with that, uh, well, this is just a reference plan. You can see the, the different, uh, well, it's very hard to see, but um, we have located the windows there we adjusted them slightly so that they were the exact same dimension in between the windows so that the, the concrete canvases were the same across that elevation. And then again, just some two dimensional representation of both of the buildings. And as Jamie said, I guess this is our money shot. Um, the looking at how visible that this building these series composition of buildings and glass would be from a distance because of that reflectivity. You're really going to see these from from other, you know, a lot of different areas within the park. Uh, team, you have about three minutes. Holy smokes! Remaining. Um... Okay. Um, well, we can buzz through these because that was these we saw in August as well. So we've got our um, enlarged. Uh, landscape plans and again the the intent is to provide a base hydro seed and uh, made up of four five six varietals that will get in various percentages and then we are also planting drifts of other plants so that we can actually get a sort of uh, a, a finished landscape from the beginning while we wait for the hydro seed to, to kick in. Um, you'll notice that, which is hard to see here, but the palette is a very local, locally native um, uh, breakdown on the hydro seed and the species so that we know they'll, they'll thrive in this environment. Um, we're, we've break, broken up the right into kind of our focus areas. This is what we're, we're calling the coastal scrub, which actually includes inside the perimeter fence um, of the area that is slated for future development. So we're, we've got a large, a large swath of landscape through there. We have our detention basin. Um, again, heavy, heavy water focused plants. Um, 
the detention basin probably will end up having quite a bit of water in it. Um, standing water, it's not your kind of typical stormwater filtration basin. We have our kind of avenue N that the plant there, the plants there are again really working with the characteristics of the plant to be reflective in the glazing of the building and that, you know, again, sort of becoming the the visual visibly focused section of the property for the uh, passerbys. Um, we have a little area inside the fence that's, fence that's a little bit more ornamental on its plant palette, um, but again, still local California natives, um, um, drought tolerant. Um, as I had alluded to earlier, there's the samples there. We're trying to make the expression um, really non-visible. Um, we're really trying to open the views up from across the across the site, across the island, as far as far as you can get back to actually just to still kind of see the water. Um, you'll notice that on the the color handout, the photo, we actually just hard to print, but there's a gray sample and a black sample. But when we put them side by side, we really noticed the black actually became a little bit more transparent than the than the light gray. It became a lot more reflective. So that's that's why we kind of brought the gray today. Our our gates. Oh, I gotta go quick. Our vehicular sliding gates. Our wetland fence. Is that my one minute? Please take your time to finish, but yeah, that was um, time. So our wetland fence, um, again, kind of natural material just to kind of prohibit somebody from wandering off of the future bay trail into the wetland um, wood post um, metal mesh, uh, three foot high, very, very transparent, very, very try to blend into the into the planting just as, you know, kind of trying to really be into that nature. And then our identity of the building, the signage um, monument sign. Um, I think if you remember last time we had um, internally illuminated letters, we've sort of have since gone to regular simple pin mounted letters with um, landscape lighting basically to, sh to shine so that again, as Barb was saying with the building trying to be no maintenance, we didn't want to create another maintenance issue with um, internally illuminated letters that may, you know, may or may not fail. So the, if, if our light bulb goes out, it's easy to change. Um, and then kind of a quick, quick little half overview of the site, um, you, you know, from our, from our main, our main view across, across the site, the wetlands detention basin is kind of up in that lower, uh, that upper right-hand corner. So, you know, we're really trying to blend the planting all around the whole entire site so that it so that in the future it will also blend into the into the wilds um, of of what will become kind of this end of the park, basically. And then I'm just going to buzz through these um, quick little tour around around the whole facility. Um, our again, our entry point, our main entry gate. Um, where we would have people uh, visitors come and as Barb said, we kind of took care to kind of illuminate that lobby. Um, kind of bicycling down the trail 
Um, again, if you can imagine that this is, these are this, you know, art canvases, that'll be, you know, quite an amazing kind of cycle, cycle route. I'm going back the other way, looking back the other way, I'm, I should say. Um, so this is again, really one really trying to show to show the fence that is transparent that you can see the wetlands on the other uh, on the far side. But again, really trying to turn, I think, as Blair likes to say, we're trying to turn the often invisible infrastructure visible um, and really trying to shine the PUC's mission on environmental uh, quality stewardship of the land. And in this particular instance, actually probably stewardship of the water. Um, as we go through, you, you, know, you can kind of get a glimpse of the, wet, the, the low wetland fence right there. This is the, around the detention basin where we wanna make sure people don't just wander off the trail and wander into what could be a, a boggy um, situation. Um, views back to the facility uh, on the sort of future bay trail, um, looking up over the wetlands. Um, again, views as you just would kind of keep walking back to the east. Kind of basically at the end of our kind of at the end of our property. And yes, thank you for your time. Thank you. Good presentation all around. Um, commissioners, comments. Anyone want to start? <laughs> you know you know you. Gotta take turns. Who's um, first? Yeah, just a couple questions. Well, um, and. You and I spoke about this before. I don't know. I like the natives. Great, um, nice, and um, uh, I think uh, we had questions about maybe the bird deterrent. Um, just you know, the reflective glass. Um, I don't even have reflective glass at home, and in my office, I always once in a while get birds uh, mm -hmm. getting into the glass. Um, so. Uh, just kind of seeing how you're going to study that or what I don't even I don't know anything about it, but just that idea. Yeah, yeah uh, thank, thanks for the question. Um, we are definitely going to study that. Um, we are going to take a look at the guidelines and the sustainability. Um, um, references that that this project wants to uphold and stay within those guidelines. Um, we certainly want to to make a uh, we don't want to it. To have birds crashing into it, um, you know, that would that would go against everything. The wilds is about um, we want to be good neighbors to wildlife and plants and people. Um, so, and we don't want to add anything like spikes or whatnot to detour from the architecture. So we're we're going to study that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, we will add that to our notes. If I can just uh, interject yeah. for a moment about it with the, you, you uh, there's the two things. One is the codes and the other thing is the migratory pattern of different birds that affects what you can and can't do. And it also might be in terms of the size of the partitions of your panels and mm. stuff like that. And they have all 
believe me, they have so much information on it once you look it up. So. Um, the the other question I had was um, uh, with, do you know how like graphic concrete um, ages or patinas? Have you uh, just if if that was and and you don't have to answer that right at this moment. I'm just thinking if that was the art opportunity. If that's the way we ended up going for a time budget, whatever reason. Yeah. That 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 would be a question I had in terms of is Jackie on the line? Uh, Jackie is out today. Um, as I understand, the graphic concrete, um, it it's it doesn't do anything different to 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 the concrete. It, the concrete will age just as it would. Um, I think the last we met with Jackie, yeah, she's still crunching budget numbers. Um, on how that RFP kind of gets right, how much um, per you know, written out there, or or what's the proposal to artists? Um, and yeah, I know. I think I don't know what month she's coming in front of the arts. Um, that part of the commission. I think she's fairly coming soon. in January. Fairly soon. I mean. Yeah. BAC. I think it's January. Yeah, and I just wanted to thank the team for being very um, uh, receptive to um, the process. And I think that you know, I, I um, having architects on the on the CDRs is helpful. Landscape architects, architects, um, and they definitely had great comments. And you know, I think the design, um, the work shows, and really appreciate the. You know the receptiveness and the mm -hmm. the results. So I appreciate them. Really beautiful. Thanks, mm -hmm. Jessica. You were next. Uh, I would like to let you folks go first because I know you've had more conversations, and then I'll. If there's anything left over, I'll I'll add it. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Well, we. I don't know if anyone's listening on the broadcast, <laughs> but um. As I said at the informal, thank you for for listening to our comments. It started out; it was more of a more utilitarian sort of warehouse look, and I do think this one really is um, bolder, and it's still very simple and minimal and modernist and clean. And um, I think the rhythms of changing the window spacing, all of all of that, works better. So I do think it has a more sophisticated and sleek public face, yet still maintains its industrial look. Um, the artwork, um, we talked about that a little at the informal. Uh, you know, if you do need to know beforehand if they, they want you to work it into the board forms. So it's a choice, I guess, for the for the whoever the artist is, if it's going to be applique, you know, like tile or paint or metal attached to it. Or if it's going to be integral art, obviously it's easier for you if it's applique, it seems. But I assume the art project or process is underway. Mm -hmm. um, it's too bad that one large mechanical item is on the roof. I saw that. I don't know if there's room in the landscaping because you made it, you gave it a more formal front and you have that sort of off center machine on the roof. I don't know if that can get down on the ground behind or if there's a service road there. There is a service road there. Oh, there is. Okay. Well, maybe you can you can look at that. Yeah, totally. So this isn't the most glamorous kind of 
facility, but it's probably one of the most important for civil society and for our safety. And we, I think you made this a cut above the other one, especially on the other side where you had the other renderings showed more colorful um, machinery. You really do celebrate the importance of this facility and the bicyclists will enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the front side really has, has come quite a ways from looking more um, utilitarian. Um, as for the glass, I do think you need a mock-up on site. Mm -hmm. what, whatever effect you're trying to achieve, you, you won't get in, inside of a room like this, mm -hmm. obviously. And we'd usually have full size, well, you don't have to do full size since it's so tall, but a, a pretty good size mock-up to really know and then treat the inside of it like it was an enclosed area. But you know all that, but that's the only way you'll get the right glass. Uh, the plant palette, um, I'll let Kim give her analysis of that, but to me it seems quite colorful and lively. Uh, renderings always show it that way, and I, I'm sure that it, to me it seems seems like it's going to be, be great. And the fencing, I kind of like the amorphous fencing of the first one, mm -hmm. the, the layout of it. But now that it's more orthogonal, um, I'm sure it will be fine. The, the fence is is more than these kind of facilities usually achieve. So those are, are my comments. Thank you. Thank you. Other comments? Um, this is going to come up left field. I wasn't here in August. This is my first go around. But my experience as a citizen is not to bike or walk anywhere near a water treatment plant <laughs> because of the olfactory so I'm just, it, 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 I'm, just, I'm just looking, I'm just trying to imagine who's, who are these people that are like traipsing around biking near this. I know it just doesn't make it, that, that just doesn't, just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. I could be one of the, all the new modern designs of these sorts of facilities. People are I'm missing something. There's, there's a very, I, I don't know how many units are going into Treasure Island, which is why this is being built. Right. No, no, I know. But it, all the of course, of course, you have to build something like this. But yeah. usually, I'm just, I'm, I'm not picturing lots of people right around a water treatment plant. But maybe you all have a better experience of that than I do. Um, Commissioner Renzel. Yeah. Um, basically, like uh, this part of the of the. The island is basically going to be uh, what almost a hundred acre park. Okay. So we need nothing within it. Thanks. So if you see that the little wetland on top, yeah. a little bit beyond that is actually the ocean. So that actually that's probably like a 12, 15 foot, you know, uh, area where people can walk and okay. go around. So they will have parks. Actually, we're okay. going to be a park yeah. around there. So they'll be able to ride around there uh, once the developer finally builds out the final phases. And we also will control everything with odor. A little uh, white sort of cylindrical that goes up. Yeah. The siphon that's basically our uh, our odor control. Okay. And we do have to meet uh, the regional uh, air quality uh, standards for uh, the discharge there. Otherwise, we'll hear complaints from everybody. Right. Okay. Oh so, yeah. Well, thank you. Sorry. It's just something just no, popped no. in my head. Otherwise, it, it looks really great. Thank you. I think yeah, as you said. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Really, I I think as you said, the new era of wastewater treatment really is water recovery. Right. So it's a it's it's celebrating that it's not old nasty water anymore. Right. It's fresh and and with the wetlands and it's treated and it's got all this process and we'll have 
we'll have, we're celebrating that. Good. Yeah. So it's yeah. my understanding, if I can jump into this particular topic, that this wetlands is a biological treatment. There's usually very little odor from that. Am I correct? Um, yes, by the time we're, we're done with the discharge, actually, it would be it, it meets the criteria that we have. So most of it will actually all of it will be removed from there. So basically, it's actually more of a little bit of a, a wetland in the sense of more of the plantings and whatnot, but not necessarily for treatment. But most of it will be done prior to discharge. It provides us like the, the relief before it goes out into the outfall. Okay. So it won't have that smell. Great. Thank you. The last level of clean water before it goes into the bay. Right. Treated by plants and functional. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Mr. Schneer. This is a, a huge improvement and I really applaud you guys. You've taken something that was very mundane and turned it into something rather elegant for the type of use that it is. So I do, I applaud you for that. Um, and I think I agree with most of the comments that have uh, been uh, given so far. So uh, the only thing I would, was that the, um, the bird issue can be tricky with what you're going to do, but you guys will figure it out. Okay. okay. Take it away. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. It has um, changed a lot since I saw it last. I appreciate that. Um, iterations are always good. Um, and they're probably not going to come in any particular order, but starting with the glass, since uh, segue from Commissioner Schneer. Um, so, you know, the statement of the glass as reflective as part of the concept uh, will be, I guess, proof of concept if it, you know, as you know, if it, if it does need glass or bird protection, there'll be something like frit or uh, something that will make it less reflective. So I guess the question to you would be, how would that affect your concept? And then the other thing about the glass is, I'm not sure what the sizes are. And I, I read it, I don't read any mullions. So I, I read that you're gonna have uh like silicone joints silicone joint. okay yeah. so definitely on the on the corner there would be joints that would be uh visible with which am i correct uh we're we're going to have um just a silicone joint between the the aluminum frame so it'll be the same color as the frame material uh so we're Going but just the width of the glass, you're definitely on the corner going to have a. a oh, I'm, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 45 degree angles with one inch glass can be done. No, 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 I'm sorry. The, the panel, the width of the panel on the end is probably too wide for one piece of glass. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Have one, oh, well, that's yeah. Vertical. yeah. I mean, just in terms of how you're talking about it, it's good to represent it. You know, you, you talked about it as something very simple and right. reflective and reflective of the environment. So I just want to, you know, kind of daylight the things that will change as it becomes more developed. And I guess okay. also relative to the glass, when you showed the night shot, mm -hmm. uh, it was interesting that the corners seemed to actually be opaque as there is a wall, uh, some kind of uh, interior wall behind yeah. it. Yeah. That, um, so what actually we're doing is the the openings that you see there mm -hmm. because it's cast in place concrete mm. 
Yeah, th those are just openings in the concrete and the glass is sort of outboard. It's not placed within the openings like the traditional. So you're saying there's concrete behind that corner there? Correct. Behind there, is that a structural thing, or why is there concrete behind that corner? Um, it it is a structural thing. Mm -hmm. That's the building. That seems a, a okay. Yeah, it seems like a very robust, yeah, <laughs> building. Um, if you asked us to yeah. um, try and thin that corner up, we can talk to our structural engineer and our contractor to. I I uh, will leave all that up to you. I know there's a budget and a schedule. Uh, I. To me, it, it uh, again, uh, it it seems um, like um, quite uh, you know robust, yeah. uh, you know, and I and I guess the other thing is uh, I get maybe the the about uh, means, yeah, and also I guess then um, the concrete uh, lintel above the openings. Uh, right. Question of how deep is that a structural thing? Is that is that is a structure. Large the of the, of the okay. Got it. The, All right. Yeah. The concrete is actually um, it is um, according to the weight of the, the roof joists. Joists. Uh -huh. There's no steel. Um, uh -huh. The concrete is uh -huh. the structural element. The bearing. Got element. it. Okay. Uh, it's bearing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Got That's it. That's the word. Uh huh. Okay. Well, just pointing that out. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and then um, I was wondering, in terms of the uh, drainage of the roof, is are there is there going to be water spouts that will be uh, on the outside of the building, or will the water be drained internally? Uh, there will be downspouts on the other side. On the other side only. Yes. Okay. It's a single slope to the to the north side. Okay. Great. Um, and then I guess moving on to the concrete. Uh, so I guess really the proof. Like really working with artists uh, is going to really make this project right. successful, or not? Just in terms of the scale and the message and the story. Um, so I have no doubt that that uh, there, there more conversations will be beautiful. Um, and I guess that's it. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Can I just hop back in? Or is there any plan to beautify the that that um, entrance fence? Mm, great question. The sort of I'm just reminded of the project that we just did over at the the paramedic headquarters. That beautiful fence. I, maybe yeah. that's a totally different. The, that that was the art project. That was the art that project. Was the okay. Art. So okay, and this has already been defined that it will be here on these panels. Okay. Yeah. And just just so you know, um, we have in the past done projects where we get in at the beginning and um, the artist works with I the architect okay. and the contractors and come up with some pretty we've come up yeah. with some pretty amazing yeah things. I, that, that was a pretty amazing piece that I saw so I, yeah no I, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. why okay. it was we'll for that. <laughs> no it was great oh. okay uh, did you have a last comment? Yes, sure. this is uh, Commissioner Shield again. Um, I know this blue sky. This is maybe for later on down the line when somebody just has a pocket full of money and decides they want to put it somewhere. But that backside where the tower and the bits are, I think the tower. There's a. I don't know if you're familiar with the. It's. I think it's a PUC building in in Bayview, and they did that big tower and they did this. There's a great YouTube video on, on the artwork 
but yeah. it's really stunning and you can see it from 280 101 like mm -hmm. it's this amazing kind of beacon and it's very industrial but it's um really beautiful and you've got the tank in the back so you know at some point in the future if you get some artist who wants to climb in the middle of the night and paint <laughs> cool leave that to slide <laughs> okay any last comments um, I, I'll wrap it up. I just want to say leaps from <laughs> what I saw before, and it's really crisp. It's elegant. It's not a showpiece, which it shouldn't be, mm -hmm. but it's elegant and it fits nicely. I think it's a building of the future, which is part of your story. Mm -hmm. And I just want to commend you for all of that work. Um, it's very crisp. It has a nice uh, the materials are really nicely chosen, I think. Um, I think you got the comments about the glass in the corner, and I know that you'll study that to, to find the right solution for that and how it comes together. Mm -hmm. um, I did have two questions, one that's already been asked twice, and I'll just reiterate, um, and it may not be something you can do much about. Uh, I did hear you say that you would look at guidelines for bird safety. Um, it's a new thing. When we start designing more for the environment and with the environment and in the environment are thinking about design changes. And so we start to think about not just the materials and the forms, et cetera, but also the creatures that live around us. So you're starting to do that. And this place is a great example for that and an opportunity for that. So that is an important thing because you may be leading the way for other buildings in this landscape. And then there's one other piece of in relation to that, and that's the wetland itself. And that's an attractant to mammals. And I don't know how you are handling that. If you're thinking about that, if there's even a solution for that, is there an alternative because they need water? Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what your thoughts are on that. Maybe you could comment. Um, we have, well, in, in what way? You want us, we're, we're creating habitat as you know, with plants and we got, you know, the amount of pollinator plants that we have. And, and I think we're, we took as much probably effort to try to think about the salamander that might be in the wetland and the frogs as from a landscape standpoint, but I didn't really think about the birds, except for, mm -hmm. except for hummingbirds and all the birds that we, the small birds that we kind of want to see in the, in the landscape. Um, so I think, um, I, I mean, I would anticipate that there's going to be a lot of wildlife around the wetlands, mm -hmm. um, and we're not necessarily, I wouldn't say we're keeping them out. Um, probably larger land roaming mammals. Um, I guess I can say, I hope we don't create a problem. Um, <laughs> um, Fair enough. You know, island island roaming raccoons and things. Um, I, you know, I kind of, we sort of haven't tried to um, create a predator prey kind of thing. Um, we hope the, the the ecosystem will just run its run its course, and um, you know, as in any Golden Gate Park or wherever. I hope. Okay, so. fair enough. Um, it's just a consideration that we'll all need to be thinking about yeah. on all these projects. Yeah, 
And part of the PUCs, you know, we're going for this Envision certification and all the credit. And part of that, one of those credits that we um, focused on again was um, animal habitat, and and part of that again goes into the plant selections and and how do we how do we connect to the greater piece of the island um, by not by trying to get the pieces that we expect and will invite invite wildlife and to to be involved but then the pieces that we need to keep them out of like the most of the processing facility you know we don't want them to crawl through that fence and get into the you know into the processing but but the rest of the the rest of the site you know our the wetland fence um is has probably has large enough um mesh that small animals could go could could get through um i actually probably don't think that we'll get sort of raccoon well actually probably raccoon are going to climb over it yeah that's what I was, so it's, it, yeah three feet it's 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 probably enough that they'll figure out how to you know the word might get get out to have, the coyotes and they might be running across the bay bridge to <laughs> see that'll be a fun uh, chronicle article Perfect. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Sure. Thanks for thinking about that. Um, do we have any public comments? I, I will just add um, Blair Randall is on the line and yeah. he can speak to the art. Um, Blair, can you hear us? All right, Paris. Thank you so much. And, and uh, good afternoon, commissioners. And um, thank you so much for your time and attention. I just want to respond uh, quickly to the to the good question. Um, I think Commissioner Shiota had around the uh, potential patina uh, for the graphic concrete. And um, just a quick note as a reminder, you know, we, we've worked really closely with public art staff, Jackie Von Fresco, and before any project moves forward, there's a, um, any, a number of reviews with the registrar to make sure that um, any art um, lasts a long time because it is in fact the Arts Commission's responsibility to maintain art. So it's, it's definitely in the Arts Commission's interest to make sure that anything that um, is an art enrichment opportunity is a lasting art enrichment opportunity. So the, the same will be true of, of this opportunity. So, so you can be um, rest assured that the in, any questions around um, the livelihood and the sustainability of, of the application of art enrichment to the concrete will be one that's durable. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, can we ask for public comment? Um, no. Yes, we can. I think <laughs> Felissa, we're here to ask her if we need to read public comments since no one from the public is here, but I'll read it anyway. Um, for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We're currently on item three. As a reminder, uh, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Uh, so I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda item? I see no public comment. Uh, public comment is now closed. Okay, commissioners, do I have a motion to approve the Treasure Island Water Resource Recovery Facility at phase two? So moved, Commissioner Brenzel. Second, Commissioner Schneer. Okay, uh, let's have a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Hearing none. Unanimous, unanimously approved. Nice job. Great. Thank you. Thank you. 
Okay, let's move now to item number four, and that's the staff report. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. Uh, Lex Lightweight, Deputy Director of Programs for the Arts Commission. Not much to report today, however. I did want to remind you that you should have all received a copy of the Civic Design Review Guidelines, and um, we'll be taking a very close look at these with, uh, with Commissioner Stryker. And so if you haven't had a chance to review these, um, please, please do. We want to fold in your comments, and we are also looking at you know, other, other legislation and directives the city has received about streamlining and delivering capital projects, whether it's for housing or other structures um, with with the idea of, you know, maximizing the value that your experience can bring to all these structures while in balance with the constrained resources the city faces itself faces right now. So thank you. Thank you. And also, I will be meeting. I'm just asking question. Is there that homework assignment? Yes, right. midnight tonight. Midnight <laughs> <laughs> tonight. What is the deadline? Okay. Uh, the backup plan is Friday. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. Is that doable to, for everyone? Uh, Probably not. About Monday. <laughs> Monday. Okay. Thanks. All right. Monday. You got the weekend. Extension. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you for doing that. Is there any public comment on the staff report? Um, for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We're currently in item four. As a reminder, time will start when you begin speaking. You'll see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. As we're seeking in comment, in person public comment, there anyone who would like to make a public comment? No one is here. Public comment is now closed. Okay, thank you. And then let's move to, I think, uh, I've got my pages all messed up here, but I think item number five new is business. Uh, new business and announcements. Does anyone have any new business or announcements? I have one and it's a reminder to please, for those of you who have a suggestion for a possible landscape architect or architect that we can collect and uh, give to the mayor for her pool of future candidates, I would really appreciate that. And can I give you a deadline of <laughs> Monday? Okay. If you do have names, if you don't, that's fine. But if you do, I'd certainly appreciate it and we can collect those together. and and submit them to her. Um, do you happen to know off the top of your head that Commissioner Rothschild is uh, speaking? <laughs> uh, is it uh, allowable for uh, architects to be from the same firm? It's probably, I, I don't know if there's a okay. specific policy personally, but I suspect that would not fly. Yeah, it didn't sound, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. Especially if Checking. there's any business with happening me. with the city. <laughs> and only me. Yeah, so probably not, but I don't know for sure. Um, but has to be licensed and living in San Francisco. Okay, so that's helpful. Okay, is there any public comment on new business and announcements? 
Um, for those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium. We're currently in item five. Your time will start when you begin speaking and you'll see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Um, is there anyone? Well, I see no request for public comments and public comment is now closed. Okay, that leads me to item number six, which is adjournment. And with that adjournment, I want to wish all of you a happy holiday and a happy new year too. So see you as well. See you next year. Yeah. Thank you all. So, so the CDR guidelines. Mm -hmm. A couple months ago. Yeah, um, Paris sent them. Paris yeah, very exciting. Like in November. Yeah, around that. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of things were happening, and so. While I was out of the country. Yes, yeah, that's right. I've only been back a few days. So much to go to. Yeah, yeah. Better safe. And I'll be here. Thinking about coming back. And then, oh, me so too. Catchy. Can I ask you a question about the guy? I haven't. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Are they going to be like as a non-architect, yeah. non-landscape architect? Do they mean anything to me? Yeah, it's just our policies, kind of in how we okay, proceed so through our like, meetings great. and what we ask our our uh, presenters to prepare for. Got it. So it's kind of how we behave. Yeah, so it's definitely. Yeah, fun. yeah, and it won't take very long. It won't take long. I know. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'll have to find it first. <laughs> no, that's good. Talk now? Yeah, you have five seconds. Yeah, just clicky. Um, let's find a corner. Let's turn these off. Yeah, I just can't be honest. Yeah.